Thank you for joining us on Giggle Culture. A homeschool moms podcast laughing our way from surviving to thriving. I'm Willow, hippie homesteading mama for homeschool lifestyle coach, an artist and creative living in the yurt in the woods with my lover who teaches public school and our teens that are left at home. I'm Cassie, Christian homeschool mom of five, married to my best friend. I'm a creative word nerd, financial coach, and adventurer. Grab a cup of something and join us for your giggles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, Cassie. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Oh my goodness. I'm just going to say being with you um, in Dallas, I was trying to remember where we were, (laughs) at Wild and Free recently. Oh, wow. (laughs) The amount of giggling that we did. Oh my goodness. My cheeks hurt. My stomach hurt. My everything hurt. It was like... I was gonna ask, have your cheeks recovered yet? Because I think finally, like, I told my husband, I was like, it felt like I ate like lemon drops or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Actually, I think I came back and I can flex things I never used to flex before (laughs) with all the new muscles. Oh my goodness. So I just want to say it was such an awesome time to be able to connect with you and just to, you know, I think we even both had these plans that we were thinking we were going to do. And then we just had such a good time just being together. It was, it was so refreshing and it was super fun. I just enjoyed it so much. Yes. I, I was looking back through the pictures that I took, which I didn't take very many on my phone, um, which is unlike me, Uh, but I was looking back and I'm like, oh, there's more coffee. Oh, look, we're laughing again. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. And I think I got the majority of all of our stuff on my phone and some of the bloopers of some of the reels that we were creating. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't know if our, our, uh, the listeners enjoy it as much, but man alive, being able to laugh at yourself is really <laughs> very therapeutic sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm such a nerd. <laughs> well, we'll definitely have to share over the month of June and July and stuff. We'll have to share some of those bloopers with everybody. And also some of the more serious content that we actually did create. We did do some of what we were supposed to. <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. And we were inspired and refreshed and just meeting so many beautiful moms. It was just, wow. It was amazing. Absolutely. Listening to um, all the different speakers and kind of the thread of commonality that was um, throughout each one and just the encouragement of coming and um, it's one of those the way that we homeschool, it's a trust the process kind of homeschooling and um, seeing mamas in all different stages of the process makes it super easy to trust that process. Yeah, for sure. Realizing there's not any one size fits all for sure. Yeah. It's really as, as varying as there is humans doing it, you know, (laughs) which kind of just takes a lot of the, you know, heaviness off like, Oh yeah. Right. Like get to know yourself and your family and like it can be your own style. That's that's right. And if, you know, every six months or so you need to travel to another town 
and eat cookies that have bad for you cereal rolled all over the outside and hey, those are <laughs> fancy macaroons <laughs> <laughs> that was like yeah. breakfast it was like ice cream and cereal <laughs> yeah it we had fruity pebble macaroons guys and they were so good pictures of that will definitely be coming <laughs> yeah it was really good very good. So, so that brings me to what one of the conversations we had and you were super inspired and we're like, we really need to do kind of an end of season and what that looks like. And so I was thinking that today we would be able to just kind of talk about some of our little random things that we do, not so random in our families, but um, you know, uh, just ideas that we have that um, helps us wrap up a season, closing a door to a season to open a door to a new season. Um, you know, just just what that looks like for each of us and, and just kind of go through that. So I'm just gonna let you kind of share what you were thinking. And then I'll just bounce in when I, uh, you know, I'm feeling something about it too, because uh, I just really feel like your heart was really inspired for this. And so we want to definitely do this here at the okay. end of or at the beginning of summer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Um, I guess what started this whole thing for me in, in, in feeling kind of passionate about speaking about this is we're at a point in the year, like I do, you kind of get, it's a different season. It's a different kind of start of the year. It's kind of a time of like refreshing in summer and excitement and all of those things. But if you're also in some states that require you to kind of show what you've done, but even if you're not in a state that requires you to necessarily show what you've done, because um, I wasn't for a long time, um, it's it's the time of year where people begin to doubt themselves. Yeah, this is that's really true. You know, have we done enough? Am I actually teaching my kids anything? <laughs> am I trusting the process or am I just, you know, are we just going willy nilly and things? And years ago, that was me. I was definitely the mom who would cry every April because I didn't think that I had done enough. And I being, you know, completely honest with everyone, um, as we always try to be on here, I was even the mom who like, mid-April would hurry up and go buy some workbooks and make my kids like trudge through them. So that way, <laughs> the end of the school year, I had something to show people. Like, this is what we did. And, you know, like, look, look, we actually did work. Like, so here's these workbooks that we trudged through at the very end of the year. And I think that there's a big thing, I don't know what else to call it, uh, in the homeschool world that always says, you know, finish the year strong, finish the year strong. And so, I am going to take the opposite approach of that. And I always tell people, I'm not going to finish the year strong. I'm going to finish the year with grace. And so I am going to give you guys kind of some of what my journey in that has looked like. First, I want to read a quote because we're quote nerds. And <laughs> this one goes right along with that. Um, and it's something that I actually have written kind of on the where I keep all of our paperwork for the county and stuff. And it says, take pride in how far you've come, have faith in how far you can go, but don't forget to enjoy the journey. And that actually will make me cry just reading it out loud. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> You're very invested in this one. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm super invested in this one. Um, because it, like you said, I, I don't want 
if I can stop another mom from feeling like she has to do four times as much in April than in May and June than she did the whole rest of the year, that's okay. Because seasons of life come. And there are going to be seasons in your homeschooling career where things are clicking along and you guys have hit some rhythms and things and you're going to feel like you accomplished a lot. And then there are going to be seasons of life. Maybe you're taking care of somebody or you're doing some other things and you're still doing so much, but it's, it's real life and they're learning through real life. And that sometimes those seasons where we feel like we maybe haven't done as much. Sometimes that's actually where our kids learn more. But saying all of that on a podcast is super easy to do. Feeling it in your heart and knowing that you are, you know, doing enough are are kind of two different things. I started something, I think it's been five years ago now. And it has been the biggest blessing for not only myself, but also for my family. Um, we've talked about, we joke about sometimes that my husband's a box checker and I don't even know where the box is. So <laughs> to kind of show experience-based learning, that's kind of what I tag my learning style as is with my kids is experience-based. Um, but that doesn't show a lot on paper. Right. So I started taking pictures of everything we do. Um, you know, we've got a crazy science project. I'm going to take some pictures of it. My kids build a, a Lego contraption that might take up the entire living room. Um, we're going to take pictures of it. We go on a field trip. We have fed elephants. We have, you know, pet stingrays. We have, do we've done all these different things. I'm going to take pictures of all of them. And then in April, which is the time of the year that I'm used to start getting nervous of, am I doing enough? I start building a yearbook. And That's so I awesome. put all of our pictures and sometimes I put little quotes in there and I put little things about like what we have done. And I start building this yearbook, a family yearbook of what we did from June and I, by the time I finish the yearbook, it's always in May. And so the all of our books go from June to May. And, and in doing so, I get to remember all of those little learning moments that we had along the way. And I feel so much better about what have I actually accomplished this year as opposed to what it looks like on paper it puts it on paper but in a different perspective yeah that's so good and the visual of it is amazing and I won't lie I'm super excited about the fact that when they graduate high school I won't have to go searching to try to make picture books and stuff like they're already done <laughs> nice <laughs> that is good so I love hearing your ideas for it because that's just kind of like fueling my inspiration right now I love hearing, and maybe you can kind of elaborate a little bit more on how your family does it, um, and then I can kind of go into how my family does it. Just kind of the end of the year meeting, um, like when you're still in the heart of it, what does it look like when you start talking to your kids about the next year? 
Right. Yeah. Cause I was, I think I even was sharing with you with my little six-year-old that I homeschool. We were, we spent a whole morning uh, before he uh, went home for summer and we spent a whole morning just, you know, he loves to snuggle. So we just were snuggling and, and we were talking about all the things that, you know, he's able to do this year, but then he really wanted to talk about all the things he wants to do next year because for two months he uh, goes home and they do summer uh, classes and things at the different activity places in town. Um, and so it's really fun for him because it's kind of changes it up for him. And, but then at the same time, we, I wanted, I always want him to like be hopeful and excited about after the two months is over what he wants to go into. And it was so cute because, you know, he's my little guy who's into uh, rockets and building rocket ships and, you know, like he's always had this passion. And so one of the things when I said, okay, so what's, what are some of the things you want to do next year? Well, it was like, duh, you know, he calls me Noni. He's like, duh, Noni, like, I really want to meet Elon Musk. And I'm like, well, we might figure out how to somehow. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just so cute because he has no limitation and I don't limit him, you know? And so I'm like, you know, maybe we could figure out how to get down to SpaceX and maybe there's some way that, you know, something could happen. So yeah, I'll put that on the list and we'll just, you know, see what happens. <laughs> but yeah, my end of the year, is always a good time for reflection. And, you know, I like how you do visuals, but mine is usually always in writing. You know how I love journaling and, you know, kind of keeping track of things and stuff in words. And so uh, I like to do recaps. And, you know, throughout the year, you know, like you were saying, my meetings and stuff with my kids is super important. Important, And we have a minimum of one a week just because my kids are all older and, you know, they don't need me as, uh, you know, as daily. Although, they can ask to have meetings anytime they want with me. And my daughter, actually, she's usually like, mom, I want to meet with you. <laughs> so we usually have more than one a week with her because she's got a lot going on. And she uh, just really likes to think it out loud. And she likes it how I listen to her and, and offer suggestions when, you know, I see them. And but anyway, so um, I really enjoy I have a journal or I have a notebook for my children. And at the beginning of each year, we sit down, we talk about all the things they want to do during that year. And then it's just a basic idea. And then um, we, throughout the year, I, I go back to it and I look at it for each of them. And then um, at the end of the year, I go through and I just really see where all we were able to be, you know, have strength and where we didn't have uh, strength. And so, yeah, that's one of our, our uh, end of the year things or end of season, you know, and I do this even for myself because I want to like have goals and things to look forward to. But then I also want to be able to see my progress and be able to celebrate. You know, I like to celebrate, um, you know, where we've come, where we've been and the things that we were able to accomplish and do or, you know, even skills. You know, recently I was talking with some homeschool moms and I was saying, you know, with the unschooling, you know, it's more than just the content that you're looking at. You're looking at the skills that they're actually uh, acquiring during that time, because it could be any kind of content, like literally it could be any medium at all, you know, but you're checking the skills, the, the things that they're actually learning and doing in the skills. Yeah. It's just, it's fun. I think building a notebook, I, the cool thing about that is that you can see the progress even in what the goals and dreams are. Um, you know, you can always look back on that. Like I always tell people I do an interview with my kids. Right. Um, That's a good way and, to say it. Yeah. And so, and, and the reason I call it an interview is just, it's them telling me about themselves. It's not, you know, um, I've learned more things about my children 
Um, I can tell you what I thought they were interested in. Um, I can tell you what I thought they, and sometimes I'm right. I mean, a lot of times I'm right. I'm pretty, I've got it down. But there are sometimes that they throw something out there that I'm like, never would I have imagined that. My second oldest, he loves to cook. But that came up because in one of our little interviews, he said, you know, mom, you always have Emma help you in the kitchen. I think I'd really like to learn how to cook and not just on the grill. He had never shown interest before. (laughs) And I'm like, well, absolutely. Let's do that. And so that's something that I think people might, it might surprise you what some of your children's dreams or aspirations are. And like you said, it's not a place to limit them. It's a place to just kind of embrace what their, their goals and looking forward to. Yeah. You know, sometimes I think that because, you know, we don't limit, sometimes I think that things happen that we would never even expected to happen because they, that we have an opportunity that comes up. So, you know, who am I to say that he's not going to meet Elon Musk in the next few years, you know, <laughs> he isn't, <laughs> you know, astrophysics and things. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I happen to not live that far away from, like- well, didn't you say that you saw him in the airport? I, I have in an airport once, yes. <laughs> wow, that's fun. Yeah, in a little private airport. So, yeah, it could totally happen. I mean, I didn't talk to him. He was, like, far away. But <laughs> I did see him there. <laughs> I I want to encourage everyone, um, as we kind of wrap up these uh, seasons in our homeschool journeys, to really look at the year that you've had. And look at it through the eye of Thanksgiving, being thankful for the opportunity to homeschool our children, being thankful for the opportunity to get to spend this time with our kids, to be able to get to really know our kids as people. And I think that that's something that when you look at the year through that lens, you, even if you didn't check every box, you will have such a grateful heart that you were able to spend this time with your kids. And I just think that that's something that's super important. Yeah. And, you know, another thing with that even is I we like to talk about it all together. Like, what did you think about this year? And, you know, just I try to prod them and and ask questions that make them really like, for example, you'd say, you know, what were three things that you remember the most from this year and why did you like them? You know, and stuff like that. And just really creating a lot of conversation in our family culture, especially at the end of the season and beginning of a new season, um, you know, that's just really huge because I want to know what they actually heard or what they actually learned or what they actually were latching on to. You know, I can I can like put all this stuff out there for them. But if they don't actually make it part of their own walk, then, you know, it doesn't really necessarily mean that it was helpful. So when I'm hearing them talk back and and tell me what it is that was their feedback, you know, then I'm like, oh, okay. So that was definitely something that took hold or, oh, wow, I did all that. And that didn't ever even, you know, exist in their their head. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, so I think that's also a really good thing. And um, maybe, I don't know if, you know, I think kind of sometimes because they're, my kids are older, um, you know, we do this on a little bit more of a regular basis, which you probably do too. But, you know, I do, I I listen to what they have to say and hear their feedback, because those are the things that are actually clicking. 
And I, and I want to, I want to know what it is that makes them click. You know, I actually was going through all of our books today and I'm sorting out things and I'm moving things, you know, so that I have space for new stuff that we want to work on. And I was putting up some of my uh, books that I had that were extra because we live in a tiny home. So I have to change things out all the time. <laughs> but I found one of my journals that I have with one of my sons and I thought, oh, this is so fun because um, I have. Uh, my second oldest, he was a lot more um, withheld in his like information he would give as feedback. Like you could say maybe he was shy. He's not as shy around us as he is with other people, but it's mostly because he's very um, intentional about relationships and he doesn't think that you're uh, going to be interested in what he has to say. He just doesn't even go there. <laughs> and so some people are like, wow, he never hardly talks. And I'm like, oh, he does. But there was a season when he was early. Um, like going, uh, starting his teenage years. And I didn't really know what was in his heart. I knew it was good things, but I wanted to hear what he had. And I realized that if he had a way to give it to me in writing, he actually connected more. And so we started a journal and I actually have it right here, but, um, it was a back and forth journal where I would write something to him and then he would write something to me. And I called it the, let's see, I should have had this out already. It's conversations between a mom, a young man and his mom. <laughs> and the first quote that I have in it, it was the most precious gift we can offer others is our presence. When mindfulness embraces those we love, they will bloom like flowers. And um, it's just really sweet because I think I kept it in our books here because I just love going through it and seeing, you know, my conversation, his conversation, like it was making me cry earlier because I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so cute. <laughs> but here, here's just a little a little ditty from it. He's probably going to kill me. But <laughs> it says, you make me happy with all the surprises you do for me. You are truly the best mom any son would dream of. Thanks for helping so much with my learning. I don't know what I would do without you. You always plan ahead, plan ahead everything. I'm glad that God put you with our family. I think he had a reason and destiny. And I was just like, oh my gosh. But, you know, we go back and forth and back and forth. And so it's just really fun. But now, you know, it's like such a special memory. And, you know, that's just something, you know, an idea as well. Like if you have a child that's quieter or more introverted, or maybe you have a harder time communicating with, you know, write them a journal or write them a note and then have them respond. You know, it's a really fun thing. That's just simple. Absolutely. I think that that's okay. First of all, we'll just talk about like, this is like the third time this episode that I've had to like fight back tears. I know. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so a jar full of questions. And I think that that's a fun way. Cause then the kids can pull out a question and so then nobody feels direct pressure, but you get to really learn some things about your kids with those jars. And so that's just another simple idea. Well, that just makes me laugh. The reason I laughed is because I just had a conversation with a mom on Zoom recently. And I was just like, she was saying, well, how do you how do you do these things? And how did you do it when they were younger? And how did you get them to start? And it reminded me of our jar. We have a jar also. And I just always add to it. And now the kids add to it. But what's cute is they actually have their friends over and they'll all pass the jar around. And everyone asks each other questions because it's a good way to get to know each other. <laughs> But they, they love doing it with their teenage friends, even. I think that's really cool. I look forward to those 
to those moments as we grow my my little ones are getting big right before my eyes yes so I think that kind of wraps us up for today I just want to tell you how much fun I have had this season of giggle culture with you thank you it's been really fun. It's it's definitely like if you would ask me a year ago, I know we asked this question to each other when we were together, but I don't I, I don't know that I would have ever expected that I would be doing a podcast at all. <laughs> but I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's been it's been so much fun. And um I look forward to coming back together. Um Cassie and I were talking. I don't know, you were probably just getting ready to show this. We were discussing that how inspiration is super huge for each of us. And it's kind of like the ebb and flow. And so we just really feel like uh, with June being such a beautiful time for families and uh, just connecting with each other because uh, a lot of times school's out and there's vacations happening and just lots of travel or maybe activities. Um, we just wanted to be able to step aside for just a bit. And we're going to continue connecting with you on all of our social medias. Uh, but we are going to be putting together a bunch of things through the month of June and just really creating just a whole lot of things for all of you guys who are listening, our listeners, and we look forward to coming back and connecting July 4th. It'll be explosive. <laughs> it, it will. I can't wait um, to come back and share with you guys all the things that we've been working on. There's a lot of creativity behind the scenes that's happened since we've been together and will continue happening all through the month of June. Take this, enjoy your families, open your heart, open your hand, move out from auto mode, um, autopilot, and really be intentional with your family and your kids. During this season, I, I can't wait to see um, all of the, um, and I think each of you that have shared with us uh, that have commented on Instagram or um, have sent us emails and different things, um, asking us questions, sharing things that your kids have been doing. And please feel free, tag us with, you know, some pictures of what you guys are doing, what you guys are up to. Tag us with some giggling kids. We love videos of giggling kids. So um, we will see you all in July. And we can't wait to share what we have there. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that you had a great giggle. <laughs> As always, you can find us and follow us on Instagram at Giggle Culture. We'd love to hear from you where you're at in your homeschooling journey, questions, themes you'd love to hear us chat about, and more. And if that doesn't work for you, you can also email us at gigglculturepodcast at gmail.com.